Welcome to Rhema for Today. If you want to know what God looks like, if you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus. Is that not what Jesus said in this verse of Scripture? In John 14, 9 here. Yes. Now, do you want to see God at work? Look at Jesus. Do you want to know what the will of God is? See, that's dealt with right here in this scripture. Then look at Jesus. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This week we're going to hear inspiring messages about healing. This will be a great week of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth Hagan with today's message. Executing the Basics of Healing. I want to start a series, I don't know how long I'm going to go on it, about healing. Now, everybody says, oh, we know about healing. That's the problem. Most everybody says, oh, we know about it. And yet, when you have a healing line in the church, over half the church gets up and comes for healing. And, uh, you know, there are certain things that I think we just need to brush up on continually. Amen? Now, I uh, took two years of typing in high school and was a fairly decent typist and went uh, into the Army and was in uh, teletype, uh, so forth and so on, and and typed, uh, you know, fairly decently. But uh, in recent months, I've started doing email on the computer. But I had noticed that because I did not, I knew how to type, but because I did not keep up my skills, I was not as proficient as I should be. But I have noticed as time has gone by, I'm getting a whole lot faster at typing now. Many people know about healing, but they're not as proficient in healing because they don't practice. They don't continually go back and review. You know, if you don't uh, use your vocabulary skills, if you don't use your spelling skills, if you don't use your math skills, although you have those skills, if you don't use them and then for some reason you need to use them, you find out that you're quite rusty. Anybody ever found that out? I think that's what we do sometimes with faith and and healing and some of these other things. Oh, when a pastor gets up or a preacher gets up and announces he's going to teach on faith or healing. Oh, I know about that. And you sort of cut it off. But uh, we're going to talk about healing. And uh, we also got to remember that uh, we have new people that come in among us all the time. And they may not be quite as proficient as you are. They need some teaching. And then it don't hurt you to get some reviews. I remember several years ago, it's been a bunch of years ago now, it was before Dad ever even moved to Oklahoma. He had preached on Mark 11, 24, in this church, this man had heard him, he was one of the head elders in the church, He had heard him preach on that particular Sunday. Now, he'd heard him preach hundreds of times because Dad held meetings there just about every year. But he said, that's the 13th time 
I have heard you preach on Mark eleven twenty four, and I finally got it. Sometimes it takes us a while to get it, to really get a hold of it. All right, now, we need to talk about healing from the standpoint of the way Christians and others look at it. Now, when I say a Christian in this particular time, I mean church as a whole, not charismatics, not uh, Pentecostals, this church people as a whole, I guess I should say. The main thing that they say is, maybe I am sick because God has a reason for it. Or maybe God has put this sickness on me for a reason. That is the prominent teaching among general churchdom. Now, let's ask ourselves a question. Looking into the New Testament, did Jesus ever put sickness on anybody? When people came to him for healing, did he ever say, no, it's not my will, just suffer a little longer? No, not one time. Now, let's look at John 14, 9 and 10. John 14, 9 and 10. I'm going to read this from the NIV. Uh, Let's start with verse 8. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip, even after I have been among you for such a long time? Look at this. Look at this. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Okay? Okay. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you are not just my own. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing the work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the existence of the miracles themselves. I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing and he will do even greater things than those because I'm going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. Ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Now, I want you to notice something here. This verse of Scripture talks about knowing God. Philip wanted to know God the Father. Is that not correct? Is that not what he's saying here? Lord, he's saying to Jesus, our master, show us the Father. You see, if you want to know what God looks like, if you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus. Is that not what Jesus said in this verse of Scripture? In John 14, 9 here. Yes. Now, do you want to see God at work? Look at Jesus. Do you want to know what the will of God is? See, that's dealt with right here in this Scripture. Then look at Jesus. You see, now, look at this. 
Do you want to know or do you want to see God at work? Then look at Jesus. Then if we look and see this, and when Jesus says, if you see me, you have seen the Father, then to say that God put sickness on people for a reason is really crazy. Because Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. So if the Father was putting sickness on people for a reason, then Jesus would have put sickness on them. Or would have said, hey, uh, no, nah, you're, you're sick. God's got you sick for a reason. Now look at this in Acts 10.38, Peter preaching down at Cornelius' household. Most everybody knows what it says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, which been about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Now, you know, when we begin to look at that from the natural, sometimes it's difficult for people to really understand these scriptures. No, everywhere Jesus went, he was doing good and healing the sick. And it says that he was healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Then to try to blame God for sickness and disease is crazy. What we need to understand is that people, for some reason or another, because they can't figure out why ain't you LeMay or... Uncle Humpty Dumpty or whoever, hello, didn't get healed. Now they have to make up some reason because this was a godly person. This was a person that was saved, born again, believed in God, believed in healing, but they didn't get it. So now they have to make up some idea, some reason, and so they come up with the idea, well, God must have had them sick for a purpose. Sort of like people talking and giving up and giving testimony and saying, well, God had to take everything away from me so he could get me saved. No, he didn't. After you lost everything because of the devil, you stopped and turned to God. You could have turned to God while you still had everything. See, many people say, well, uh, you know, the reason it is sick, so everybody in the family will turn to God. No, 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 no. Now, let's look at this thing. When we begin to look at the Word of God, from a natural standpoint, it is difficult for man to understand some things. It's difficult to understand the laws that is governing the earth today. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan, What to Do When Faith Seems Weak and Victory Lost. The next item is the two-CD set from Kenneth Hagan, Defeating the Giants in Your Life. All this for the special price of $15.95. That's $9 off the retail price. Call toll-free 
1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We're here and you partner with us and you might wonder what all's going on. Yes. And we, we have stuff going on all over the world. Uh, you know, uh, we do crusades in yes. the U.S. I do 11 crusades. We do 11 crusades every year. And, uh, and, and, and your partnership helps us with that. It helps us with the television broadcast. And uh, uh, out one of our living crusades out west, a lady traveled over an hour to get to the crusade. And uh, she said several of her, her people and mm-hmm. her family needed healing and deliverance from yes. cancer and diabetes and alcoholism. And, uh, and she knew that if she could get there that the power of God would, would minister. So I called people up mm-hmm. and she came. I prayed for her. And we later got the testimony that she as I... She came on their behalf. Yes, she came yes. on their behalf. And I later got the testimony. She said, as I laid hands on her, she felt the anointing of God go into her. And manifestations already happening. Her, her daughter and grandson had already been delivered from alcoholism. Praise Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Lord. That, that's, uh, hey, uh, that's what the, you partners that's are helping right. us with. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth Hagen will continue his teaching, Executing the Basics of Healing. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.